This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Well, you're going to have to make sure that you tune into the Simi Sarah Show tomorrow because 10.30 tomorrow morning is when the Auditor General of BC, Carol Bellringer, will release her latest report into the spending scandal at the BC legislature. So what can we expect from this? Any hints of what's to come? Well, I'm joined now by Richard Zussman, our online reporter for Global News at the legislature. Hi, Richard. Hi, Simi. All right. So any scuttlebutt from the hallways there at the legislature about what's going to happen? I expect that this won't be as explosive as some may have believed in the past. You will remember, I think everyone listening will remember, when Speaker Daryl Plekis said that he believes that after a forensic audit is done of the Sergeant Arms and Clerk's office, you will puke in disgust over it, and if not, he will resign. Well, oh. tomorrow's the day. You know, so much has unfolded throughout this scandal. We've had reports after reports. We've had early retirements. We've had expert reports done by Beverly McLaughlin. We've had uh, trips across the country by the Chief of Staff to the Speaker, Alan Mullen. And now, finally, the day has come where you need your barf bag out there, Simi, and we'll have to see if this audit actually produces any vomit. I don't, I'm just going to say, Richard, that I don't think ever in the history of our show have the words barf bag been used. So, no good. Not cool. even back then? No. This is, I, this is the first, I think. So I have my speaker uh, signify the uh, with the signature of the speaker right on the barf bag, and we'll see what the produced tomorrow on the report. I, I expect, you know, this is the Auditor General was tasked by the Legislative Assembly Management Committee to look into right. the expenses at the Sergeant Arms Office, the Speaker's own office, and the Clerk's office. And just in case people think you're yes. exaggerating, though, Richard, we actually have the clip from back in December. <laughs> have a listen. If the outcome of those audits did not outrage the public, did not outrage taxpayers, did not make them throw up, I will resign as Speaker. See, so I rest my case. You still are the only person to use the words barf bag. Yes, you need to be. I want to make sure that if this is going to happen in British Columbia tomorrow, that it's at least done in an orderly way. Okay, Simi, I don't think people need things all over their office, right? But I don't think it's going to come to that tomorrow. A lot has been done since the Speaker made those comments. Uh, We have a better understanding now of the misspending that was done out of the clerk's office. We have a Sergeant Arms who's still on paid administrative leave. Uh, He's been cleared by uh, the former clerk of the Supreme Court of Canada, Beverly McLaughlin. Uh, there's another investigation underway now under the Police Act looking into Gary Lenz, but he is still optimistic that his name will be cleared and he will be allowed to return to work. All of this being said, um, we will are very interested, no doubt, in an understanding of, you know, where the misspending mm-hmm. happened. How did it happen? And what sort of recommendations the Auditor General will suggest tomorrow in terms of moving forward? You know, a lot has been made about how do we clean up this mess? How do we restore public confidence in the legislature? We will see some recommendations tomorrow that will uh, start us down the path in terms of better financial accountability so the public can understand how uh, publicly funded officials in this province uh, spend our taxpayer money. So will this report then 
take a look at what the expense Senate situation has been like and will it make any recommendations? Is it going to essentially pass judgment on some of those expenses? Yeah, so that's a really good question, Simi, because I'm curious about how far it will go in terms of pointing fingers at individuals and uh, finding fault. I don't expect that it will. I think it will likely show some discrepancies, potentially some areas where the rules weren't as clear as they could have been and there was some misspending. Like we're already pretty well aware of some misspending around this big retirement payout that was handed over to Craig James as the clerk. We're well aware of the misspending associated with some clothing, some luggage, watches, as well as the wood splitter. Like, I think these things now are pretty clear that they happened. I think what we need to have a better understanding of from the Auditor General is, you know, the day-to-day operations of the clerk and the sergeant arms in the speaker's office. And are there enough checks and balances in place to ensure that as those jobs continue, that money money is properly spent and most Mm -hmm. importantly, money is properly accounted for. So do you think that we'll see some changes? Will this report kind of change the structure of how all that is looked after at the legislature? Structure is a funny word, Simi, because we know that uh, one of the things that Alan Mullen was looking at on the road trip that he went on that I mentioned throughout the summer is the structure of the Sergeant at Arms office and whether, you know, that office should be responsible for policing as well as security of the building. I wonder how quickly we may see changes or proposed changes around structure, but I think we're going to have to wait a little bit longer to actually see the whole suite of changes in terms of public accounting, uh, ensuring that you know everything's online and available to the public to understand where this money is being spent. But you know, there's an appetite here for substantial change in terms of restoring trust in this institution. I just wonder if this report will be the one that provides the blueprint for that. I don't expect it will, but I do think that there will be some recommendations there that will at least lead to some better um, measures for people to have more accountability here for how the money is spent. Has there been a lot of change in this regard? It seems like this it's been very quiet on this front. It has been very, very quiet. And the Legislative Assembly Management Committee uh, met in July. They plan on meeting again in October. You know, I think this is one of those issues, Simi, where the politicians just want it to go away. Uh, There are sort of concerns around, you know, what has been said by the speaker and from Alan Mullen himself, the chief of staff to the speaker. I think for the politicians, this is a really tricky one. I think for the speaker, this is his legacy piece, right? Mm -hmm. He wants to see some substantive changes being done here and he wants people to be held accountable. And after Beverly McLaughlin found uh, Gary Lenz to have done nothing illegal in her eyes, uh, the speaker was was mad about that. And I think there was some um, solace in the fact that Craig James retired uh, and has moved on from this place. Right. But there is a real sense from the speaker's office that they want people to be held accountable. We'll see how far we get with the uh, the audit tomorrow. But I think there's still those two ongoing investigations. The RCMP investigation is still open. Right. Uh, the police investigation, uh, the internal police investigation under the Police Act is still open. So we'll have to wait and see what's found there. But I think there is an optimism from the Sergeant at Arms, Gary Lenz, who's on leave with pay, as I mentioned, that he still believes that he will be fully cleared in all of this. Well, well, well. I guess we'll be talking to you tomorrow. Richard, thank you. Can't wait. Thanks, yeah, Richard. me neither. That's Richard Dustman, our Global BC legislature reporter.